5. Craigslist Internet Postings Linked to Horrific Crimes What a wonderful place Craigslist is. With just the click of a few buttons, you can find good deals on just about anything. Land on some cool side gigs and even acquaint yourself with other people. But then again, you can also be scammed, robbed, assaulted, or worse, murdered. We don't mean to scare you, but the reality is there are dangers to using this virtual marketplace. Here are five Craigslist internet postings linked to horrific crimes. Number five, Richard Beasley. Desperate times call for desperate measures. To Scott Davis, who had long been looking for a job, this Craigslist ad seemed too good to be true. The ad was for a farm caretaker. The person would have to watch an almost 700-acre patch of farmland and feed a few livestock. For this, the farmhand would get $300 a week and food and accommodations would be provided. Soon, the 48-year-old couldn't have been more excited to receive a call prompting him to meet his would-be employer. After an interview at a local restaurant, Davis hopped in the car with a man named Jack and his teenage assistant. They planned to go to the farm to check it out. On the way, they made a stopover at a remote wooded area. The three got out and there went on a hike, and all of a sudden Davis got lost by himself around a bend. As he tried to find his companions, he heard the click of a gun hammer from behind. It was his would-be boss Jack who pointed and then fired a gun at him. With a bloody and shattered elbow, Davis ran for his life until he reached a residence where he asked for help. The following days then brought light to this most horrific situation. As it turns out, Jack was actually a man named Richard Beasley. He was found to be using the classified ads website to lure men into the woods where he would kill them. His assistant was 16-year-old Brogan Rafferty, who helped him in his exploits. It was further found out that the two had actually killed three men prior to the event involving Davis. The first victim was Ralph Geiger. The 56-year-old was homeless and had been looking for work. Beasley told him about a fictitious caretaker job, which the man took without a second thought. For no apparent reason, the Craigslist shooter brought Krager to a wooded spot in Noble County, Ohio, and there he shot the helpless victim in the back of the head. Two other individuals, David Pauley and Timothy Kern, suffered the same fate sometime in 2011. Beasley and Rafferty were arrested after Davis told the police what had happened. Since he was still a minor at the time of the trial, Rafferty was only given life in jail, which is the maximum penalty for his crime. Beasley, meanwhile, was sentenced to death in 2013. It's quite disheartening to know that there are people out there who like to prey on others' desperate situations. In this case, it was Geiger, Polly, and Kern's dire need to find a job that Beasley so easily exploited. Number four, Jade Harris. No matter what kind of business you're dealing with, scams happen from time to time. 
While most of these occurrences only involve the loss of money or items, this botched buy and sell transaction ended with unimaginable grief. The tragedy began on October 24, 2012, when a man named Jade Harris responded to a Craigslist ad for a 2010 Chevrolet Camaro. The interested buyer went up to meet with the seller at a consulting firm called the United States Fire Protection, which is an establishment located in Downey, California. As indicated in the reports, Harris went to the establishment where he shot three people inside the store, killing two of them, 26-year-old Josemar Rojas and Irene Reyes, who was 35. The shooter then forced another person who was in the store 34-year-old Susanna Rulas and her son to drive him to where the car was parked. Harris reportedly told the 13-year-old boy while aiming the gun at him, Do you know how easy it would be for me to kill you right now? But the mother suddenly dove in front of her son and took a bullet straight into her head. The gunman fired again, this time hitting the teenager in the arm. Luckily, the young victim thought of playing dead and this prompted Harris to flee from the scene with the Camaro. As soon as the shooter was gone, Rulea's teenage son called 911 and told them that his mother had been killed and that he had been shot. Police were then able to recover the stolen vehicle the next day. It was riddled with DNA evidence matching that of Harris's. Harris had been paroled just three months before the shootings in Downey, and he was then subsequently arrested and held in jail without bail. In July of 2021, the convicted shooter was then sentenced to death for murdering three people and attempting to kill two more. It was clear that Harris was bent on finishing off the others in order to silence them, as they were witnesses to the three murders. Getting scammed in a deal is one thing, but... For the victims to actually die for it is on a whole different level that even the most deranged kind of criminals wouldn't be able to comprehend. Number 3. George Weber Long before the rise of dating apps like Tinder and Grindr, people who were looking for casual sex usually went to Craigslist. You are right to assume that not all meetups that happened through the platform were pleasant ones. In March of 2009, former WABC TV reporter George Weber placed an ad on Craigslist. He was seeking someone to hook up with in Brooklyn, New York. The report said that this wasn't just any ordinary sexual encounter, as the poster wanted a violent kind of sex. It's not clear if the media personality took the time to background check the person that he agreed to meet up with, but apparently he didn't care. This respondent, who answered his call, agreed to have sex with him for $60. Little did the solicitor know, though, that John Cadis, the person in question, had a very twisted background. In his MySpace account, the 16-year-old advertised himself as a Satanist, who had a panache for knives. In one of his posts, he threatened his readers that he would break your neck if he ever got disrespected. He also liked playing violent video games and enjoyed putting himself in risky situations like roof hopping and hanging off trains. 
What was supposed to be an exhilarating encounter for Weber turned out to be a tragic one, and he was later found stabbed 50 times in the neck and body. Cadiz wasn't immediately identified as the killer until days after when he was spotted wearing the victim's clothes and holding a dagger. Upon questioning, the teenager admitted to stabbing the media reporter after answering the latter's advertisement for rough sex. Considering the degree of his crime, the youngster was charged with second-degree murder as an adult and has since been held without bail. In light of these horrible events, Craigslist had been intensifying its efforts to prohibit such kind of interactions within its platform. Number 2. Burning of a Prenapal Despite the website attempt to get rid of illicit dealings, users still find ways to take advantage of its services. And, as what you might expect, this story is but another instance of an online hookup gone wrong. On October 27, 2013, a man named Nathan C. Middleton received a response to the ad he posted on Craigslist. He and a woman named Aprina Paul began sending text messages to each other before the two finally agreed to meet up. On that same day, the 30-year-old drove and dropped off his fiancée at work before picking up Paul in Fitchburg, Wisconsin. The two went back to the man's residence at 1216 West Highway 14. The couple reportedly consumed an unknown type of drug and they had sex in the shower afterwards. They smoked weed, went to the bedroom and had sex again, the court document states. Middleton said that when he woke up the next day on October 28th, he found the woman still in his bed, but she was not breathing and didn't have a pulse. The man told investigators that he actually attempted to revive the female companion by doing chest compressions, but to no avail. Already freaking out, Middleton decided to wrap the body in a blanket and hide it in the garage. Meanwhile, he gathered the woman's clothing and purse, put it in a barrel, and set fire to it. The next day, on October 29th, he bought a shovel and kerosene from a business in Evansville. He then moved the body to a fire pit that he had built beforehand. He covered it with wood and kerosene and set it on fire. And in his statement, the man said that he had to burn the body again on the following day. Middleton became a suspect of the crime shortly after Paul was reported missing by her family on October 29th. A review of Paul's cell phone records revealed the text conversation between the two. Investigators were quick to locate the accused by plotting the points of the victim's last cell phone calls. This led them to Middleton's residence in Avalon, Wisconsin. During the interrogation, the homeowner initially denied having known the deceased at all, but his story quickly broke down after he was shown the cell phone records. It was found out that he was actually a convicted felon that was on probation at the time, which is what got him so nervous when he found Paul unresponsive in his bed. He said, I didn't brutally touch her or nothing. Middleton was first charged with hiding a corpse, mutilating a corpse, and other drug-related criminal charges. In 2014, reports indicated that the Evansville resident had been sentenced to 22 and a half years in prison which is the maximum he could get for all those charges. 
Our parents have long been telling us never to talk to strangers, let alone spend a considerable amount of time with them alone. Perhaps this was a mistake that Paul had to pay for with her life. Number 1. Deanna Ballman The pandemic has made us realize that our nurses, doctors, and those on the medical front lines are the saviors of humanity. Not only during these times, but throughout the existence of human civilization, we look up to them as beacons of hope and healing. Sadly, though, it's terrifying to know that not everyone who wears the white robe has the intention to save lives. Some of them actually want to bring on death. Dr. Ali Salim was once a respected and highly esteemed member of the Ohio medical community. People looked up to him as someone who dedicated his life for others, or at least so they thought. In July of 2012, a woman named Deanna Ballman answered a Craigslist ad that brought her to Salim's home in New Albany. She was nine months pregnant at the time with a baby girl that she had planned on naming Mabel. The expectant mother was struggling to make ends meet. Having been recently separated from her husband, the 23-year-old turned to prostitution, and that's when she came across the doctor's solicitation for sex. She responded to the ad with the promise of $200 for her services. The local physician, meanwhile, was no stranger to the platform. He had reportedly been using Craigslist to conduct illegal transactions like selling drugs or exchanging them for sex. It was later revealed that many of those whom he dealt with were mostly drug-addicted prostitutes. However, there were also those who claimed that they were forced to take substances. Ballman happened to be among these unfortunate individuals. Authorities said that the pregnant woman was found dead in the back seat of her car. She had died of a heroin overdose, and the vehicle was discovered abandoned on a road several miles from Salim's home. The child within her was dead as well. In an inquest, it was determined that the victim was still alive when she left the doctor's residence. He then drove her to a convenience store before she ended up in the aforementioned part of the road. Salim denied the allegations at first, but everything fell apart for him when authorities managed to recover some deleted video and photo evidence from his phone. There, they saw Ballman, nude and lying unconscious on Salim's bed. Experts said that the victim was showing symptoms consistent to that of a heroin overdose. The materials also displayed harrowing scenes of extreme violence and cruelty done to the mother. Apparently, they were so obscene and traumatic that the Delaware County judge overseeing the investigation opted to have the photos and videos destroyed after they were determined as evidence in court. Salim was arrested and subsequently put on trial for charges of kidnapping, manslaughter, abuse of a corpse, assault, and more. Although it wasn't determined if the accused was the one who injected Ballman with heroin or if he coerced her to do so, the material evidence was enough for the court to find him guilty as charged. The doctor consequently lost his physician's license upon pleading guilty to the felony charges, of course. 
The state medical board went on to revoke his right to practice medicine ever again if he happened to get out of prison. In December of 2013, the disgraced doctor was further sentenced to three consecutive 11-year sentences and an additional 40 months for what the judge thought to be the worst crime that his court had ever seen. So there were five Craigslist internet postings linked to horrific crimes. From kidnappers to deranged serial killers, these harrowing Craigslist stories will definitely make you think twice before you click to respond to an ad or make a post. As with anything we do online, it's a must for us to be wary of who we deal with on the other side of the line. If you guys like our channel, then please subscribe and click the notification bell. We have three new videos coming out every single week, so sit back, relax, and get scared. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you soon.